Welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. It's your host, David, and all the way over there in Orlando, he's sitting there at Disney recording live from the Cinderella Suite, Seth. This is uh, all yeah. true. I'm here in the midst of the unwashed masses. <laughs> the unwashed. <laughs> living, like a, living like a princess. Yeah. You are a pretty lady. They don't... They don't that's true. They don't know I'm here, so should probably keep it on the DL. Um, but you, you know, you'd think that they they saw me come in the park with all all my recording equipment, so they could have figured something was up. Really, it's their fault. Yeah, they they let you in, basically. Yeah. Also, I I didn't pay. I I snuck in a back entrance. <laughs> so. Well, we all know that they they. Uh... You know they don't they don't watch anything too closely there. They're yeah they don't care when people they're break pretty in. lax. Yeah, I mean Disney. You ever been there? There's like zero yeah. security. It's just regular everyday employees that let you get away with anything. Yeah, one time I one time I drove the ferry across the uh the, the whatever that lake to get into the park with no one on it. <laughs> I just walked up. I was like, I don't want to wait. So I went in there and started it up. Went over to the park myself. Nice. Yep. It was good. And then I drove to that uh, closed zoo Ooh. in that one island. You know, man, I wish someone would make a video game where you can explore that kind of stuff. Like, they should. That would be really cool if there's an urban exploration video game. Um, I mean, mm. I know that, like, you could argue that Uncharted is kind of that. But it, I mean, that's more like ancient exploration. I want like urban exploration for like yeah. malls and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe in that, uh, that modern day Assassin's Creed that we're never going to get. That, that really does seem like it would be the perfect setup for a urban exploration type of video game where you would just kind of. Mm-hmm. Wander around. It doesn't even have to be a known city, just a ghost city. And, like, there's yeah. water parks, stuff like that that you can go around. Um, especially, I have this weird fascination with looking up in forums, like, old, uh, you know... Because they don't really tear down water parks and stuff. They just... They, yeah, they leave, leave it up, up. and I guess abandon it. costs more money to, to, to tear it down than it does to keep it up. Exactly. That's why Disney hasn't gotten rid of, I think it was River Country or whatever that one was called. So. Yeah. yeah, it's still out there. So, yeah. Just kind of walled up. I know that's our, that's our off-topic couple of minutes, but uh, it would be really cool if a video game had some sort of uh, exploration into that realm, I think. Yeah. There's been stuff like, I'm trying to think, because there have been games that are set in a pseudo-real world like, like Watch Dogs or um, Infamous, but I don't think they had any kind of stuff like that, which is a shame. That'd be it seems like it'd yeah. be perfect because it would games. be it would be kind of like um, kind of like what the game we've been playing this week together, um, Far Cry, when you find the Doomsday Prepper shelters and they've been abandoned and stuff, or I guess similar to yeah. Fallout Four when you find. The old survival uh, shelters. I don't know what they're called. The vaults. That's what they are. 
Um, yeah. But instead, you know, it's stuff that people actually used, <laughs> like in the real world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I don't know. I think I think that'd be a cool mechanic that, like you said, has been left out of, and it it, it could easily be on, um, you know, Grand Theft Auto or something, but it just isn't. Yeah, it just isn't. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe one day. One day. <laughs> Maybe someone will hear this and be like, you know, that's actually not a terrible yeah. idea. These these idiots finally got something <laughs> right. Um, but so let's talk about Far Cry 5. Um, it came out this past Tuesday, technically Monday, if you decided to go to one of the uh, 9 p.m. releases that GameStop has been doing instead of Midnight's, uh, which is kind of neat. Um, and mm-hmm, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's nice cause you actually get to, um, some of the games will take that long to install. So you might as well be playing it at midnight and some of them, you know, it, it did take a while to install it actually. That, that yeah. Was we didn't get going until about 1030 Monday night. Um, yep. but yep. I would say we've probably played about six to seven hours of this game together. Um, how much have you played outside mm-hmm. of us playing together? I've played a bit, uh, just mostly goofing off, um, but and and I, I I've done some of the the story stuff that that we did together because it, in the co-op campaign it does not save your story progress across uh, across files, which is annoying. But I guess that's what some games do. I guess Borderlands did that, so it's not that bad. Um, but the game is certainly a lot less fun uh in single player when you when you have been playing it co-op and it is it's a it's it is quite a, a raucous adventure in co-op i'm really enjoying I, it i tell you what it, it definitely does uh brighten my day when you jump out of my vehicle without me knowing and then i end up running you over on accident <laughs> and you you're just <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> almost immediately after, and and, it, uh, and especially uh, last night, probably one of my favorite moments. I was telling the guys uh, about this at work. Um, so uh, the game is, of course, because it's an open world game. There's some weird, inexplainable bugs, um, and so last night I died, and I respawned inside Seth's airplane. And it immediately mm-hmm. threw his airplane off axis and just like started <laughs> so shaking weird. it violently up and down in the air. And then it leveled <laughs> out fine after I fully spawned. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, just uh, the, the game definitely lends itself to just the, having insane stuff happen because you can basically just stand around and 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 it, the most insane set pieces will sort of create themselves organically oh, around yeah. you it's because it the game is always throwing um truckfuls of bad guys at you or or bomber planes or whatever i mean today today we great. literally saw a bear fighting uh a steer okay. like yeah that was like you can't you can't you can't program these things out, yeah. man. Um, that that does lead to one of the more, um, I, I, I would say, frustrating parts of this game. Um, I think that the reason why the, the story is not pushed across all people that are playing it at the time 
is because the game is inherently random. So the way you attack things is going to change the way you play it in your game. Um, but that's it's also kind of a bad excuse, um, in my opinion. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, like, it feels like two entirely separate games. Like, the stuff that you can just do, and then the stuff that, like... And then there, there's the, the story stuff that it kind of forces on you. Because I know that the... A few missions that we did, like the, with actual main storyline, it it kind of forcibly took us out of the the fun things that we were actually doing and and put us somewhere else and told us to do something else, which is I don't know it's it's not not exactly it's, my favorite. It's kind of a rude mechanic. I I got yeah. into an air a helicopter and was about to have some good fun, and then. I apparently got shot with this special drug bullet they have in this game, and they abducted me and Seth. And um, so, I mean, so with that, um, how do you feel about the characters in this game? Um, the I guess we can. It's not a spoiler to say you're you're fighting against uh, preacher John Seed. I don't know if he's a preacher or a leader. Um, Oh, Joseph. Well, the, so Joseph the main, seed is the yeah. The main, the cult leader is Joseph. Um, John is the we're guy right now. who, <laughs> yeah, he's, I guess, he, a self-proclaimed pastor or something. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't really at this this point have any real connection with them. And it's weird because the way the story is presented is super impersonal. Oh yeah, because. Um, the, it just kind of does these story segments to you, uh, rather than you going, going after them, which is a, I think it's, it's one of the, the problems in, in this type of, uh, video game, but, um, the, I mean, the other games have done it better, certainly, but, you know, the story at this point, it is a secondary draw for me um and it's something that uh, i'm forced to do rather than um want to do although honestly the fact that it keeps intruding in our gameplay does sort of make me kind of want to do it and kill the the bad guys well, yeah. just so they'll shut up and i don't have to deal yeah, with that's them. it's kind of frustrating that the main reason i want to get through the story is just so we can kind of be left alone to have fun because i mean we are doing um and so uh, the reason that chris and andrew are not here is because they're sick i feel bad for not saying that at the beginning of the episode um but the the reason i was telling chris last night that we didn't get further in the story was because i would say out of the five hours we played last night it was probably two hours of us messing around and finding random stuff, mm-hmm. and um, the game, I will say, has some really good incentives for exploration, and it really doesn't, besides the points where it pulls you out of the game and makes you interact with the villains, it does really a good job of making you explore the game to find things. Um 
Yeah, um, I, I've gone back and forth on how I feel about that, though. Because, so, the big change with this one is that, uh, unlike the other Far Cry games, they got rid of the the tower system, where you go and, you know, you climb up a, a big tower and it unlocks a portion of your map that has been the mainstay of every Ubisoft game since the dawn of time. They, um, in fact, make a so joke about rid of that. while you're doing it the first time. Yeah, yeah, and the, the first... In the first hour i think like a little tutorial area um so but it's good because it definitely it, it things do sort of happen organically um like you'll you'll go and you'll find someone on the side of the road and you'll you'll free them from the cultists and they'll point you to a place like an outpost that is overrun by the the uh the bad guys so you go there and and you and you, and you free the place and then it opens up like you know, main story missions or other side quests, and you also find maps of other stuff around to do. So it does have this, it can have this naturally organic uh, progression of you doing stuff, which is cool. Um, but it's also, like, it, it, I th- it, it's really good when it works, like when you're doing it, but I think it's also sort of, it, it's, for me, at, at first at least, it was kind of, kind of like an, an obtuse kind of gameplay loop because there was with the last ones they were definite they were definite goals it, it was go here and then you'll find these things to do and in here um and and far cry 5 it's it's just go go forward until something's you sort of stumble on something yeah i know that that in my when i was playing a little bit it was weird because i was trying to redo the the stuff that we had done together and because of the way the game was set up i found it really um despite knowing like the area of the map where all the stuff was i it i was having a weird weird amount of issues like finding the stuff to do that we had done um so and and again that may just be an issue you know with the way that I was playing, but because I was sort of playing it in an inorganic way, um, and then when I would get off of that and just just kind of do stuff, it, it 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 did recapture that that fun for me. Um, so yeah, I, I've gone back and forth. I think I I like it more than I dislike it. It's definitely interesting though, because you can just because of the way it's set up. Like I think the game does. Um, the most it can to keep throwing discoverable stuff. Oh at yeah, you. I mean we're getting but hit there, by there the are... trucks with the people in it all the time while we're walking in the road. Yeah, but even then there are still like weirdly strange stretches where you're just kind Floating. of if you, yeah, like new stuff is not becoming available. Literally, um, and I guess I, I it's. That may be due to uh, due to the fact that we were just kind of ignoring all the this a, a bunch of the stuff that had been presented to us, um, in in favor of just goofing I mean, off. But it did it did feel like there were a lot there there have been stretches where, you know, it's it's just been going around shooting people with nothing really nothing else happening. It's it's also very frustrating because um, from a player perspective. You you can go to the map, of course, and you can see an overhead view of the map, and it does give you um, some general guidelines. But even then, the map just looks like a forest fr- fr- from overhead. Yeah. And so you are trying to 
look for I'm I'm games are supposed to do a good job of at least letting you know where to go for the most part. And so the yeah, force there's... doesn't do a good job of giving you guidelines at all. Yeah, there's not a lot of great landmarks right. in this and this place for you to follow to to know, oh, this is where I go to find a major thing. Um and I, I mean, I think it's there. Some like there are sometimes where I'll I'll see like a, a a pillar of smoke or something and go toward, and there there will be something there. But still, um, I, that is, I feel like just just wandering the map, it is hard to find that oh, stuff yeah. um, without them putting someone in front of you to say, "Oh, this this person is here. Go there." And then there's moments like. <laughs> Last night, uh, when I the game just lets you glitch it in very weird ways. Um, we were doing a raid on this house, and I jumped in an airplane in the garage. Oh my god! And it set off a whole nother mission in the middle of the mission, and now my game is glitched to where a mission to rescue someone <laughs> is constantly active, even though I have already rescued that person and done Ooh. the mission. Yeah, that was pretty And so funny. I'm sure an update will come out and that'll be fixed, but it's it's very weird. There's a lot of weird glitches and I I want to really like the story because I I do really enjoy stories about cults and stuff like that. Um I've listened to a lot of podcasts about like Heaven Heaven's Gate and weird creepy cult stuff like that. And so this the story definitely intrigues me, but it's very frustrating that it's it's almost like a bad Zelda, um, at least Breath of the Wild, because Breath of the Wild did a good job of naturally guiding you to what you were to do next. And this game has no there's no grace to it. It's literally ham fisting it at inopportune moments, and it's it's kind of frustrating. Um, have you played the Far Cry arcade mode at all? Um, cause I haven't played the uh, multiplayer yet besides the co-op with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know that it's, I haven't played any like multiplayer stuff. I, I, I dove into a little bit oh. of it. Um, mostly it, I don't know like what the, the, officially developed stuff is, but I know that there's like a map editor that, that people can go on and and create custom scenarios. Um, and, and some of them look pretty cool, but, you know, I haven't really thought to do any of those because I've been doing stuff in, in the actual game. Yeah, we're not... But it is cool. I think it's the first the first Far Cry game to include something like that. Um, so it's a certainly certainly helped to get some more longevity about, um, from, the, from the game. About the story, yeah... I, from the stuff that I've read, like we haven't gotten too much into it, um, is that the the premise, yeah, is cool, but the game doesn't really go out of its way to sort of make any kind of statements about what is going right. on. Um, and really, uh, some of the the characters don't really seem to earn what people have what people say about them, and and. That's what I've read, but it's also been sort of true in, in, in my case. Um, like I said, the the only like we're going 
against this one dude who's who's definitely an insane person. Um, but like the only reason that he the stuff that he's doing, like I nothing has been presented to me to to show me why there are all these people that have been flocking to him to to join him. Um, his his only sort of character trait has is that he's been annoyingly uh, always on the radio right. and and intruding in our in our random uh, joy rides. Um, and the same like the the main bad guy Joseph. Um, it, it it'll be interesting to see as we go along. Um, but at this point, he seems to be like he was there right at the beginning of the game. And then once you get into the actual game, it sort of shifts into you have to go. His siblings become the main obstacles, and so he hasn't really been present at all, um, which is which is sort of strange if you're to, to to be building this this villain up to be this this crazy ideologue, um, and then just sort of have him not be present. It, it it's it's a little weird, um, and I it he certainly hasn't uh, earned any of the the ire that I guess we're supposed to to have toward him. Right. Like I don't I don't really see any compelling reason to be going after him because other than the fact that you know he was the re- he's the reason that we're in the scenario. But I don't know. We'll see as we go along. From from where we are now, the the story seems to be a little. I don't know. I don't want to say off the mark, but kind of lacking in in, in what I hoped. But I'm also not surprised. All right. Um, so have you've played? This is mainly going to be more you talking, but you've also been playing uh, Nino Kuni two. Um, which I have loved seeing on social media, all of the pictures that people have been posting of the cute little creatures in it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, what, how, how is that game shaping up compared to the first one? Um, cause I know you played through the entirety of the first one. I did. Yeah. I think I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, the, the games are, they've definitely, they're definitely two completely different experiences. I, the the main, um, the kind of conceit of the last one, it, it was more, it, it was a, like a Pokemon style game, and so you were you're going out and collecting these monsters, um, and that that is not present here. It, it's 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 actually got um, more in common with like I, I, Dynasty Warriors, Whoa. I think, because that's like that. Yeah, the, the the battle system is is mainly like a a hack and slash type okay. thing. Okay. Um, whereas the last one was 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 kind of turn based, like a traditional JRPG. Uh, this one is has the real time battles, but you know it's got like strong attack and weak attack and and, and special skills and stuff. Um, the battles are are really fun to do, um, despite the fact that they are super easy, which is. I, I really do wish there was like a higher difficulty. I think the only the only times I've had any sort of difficulty with the battle was when I went up against a monster that was like twenty levels higher oh than me. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, and 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 every other instance, it's been 
pretty much straightforward, uh, which is a bit disappointing, but be, but only because the battles are, are so much fun to do. Um, I would like for them to, to sort of last longer and, and, and require a bit more strategy. Um, but it, it, the, the story, the story's nice. Um, I'm enjoying it. It, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, there is, a I, the, the main character, um, if, if you weren't looking at it, if it wasn't portrayed through like this happy-go-lucky, um, sort of fairy tale anime Ghibli-esque lens, what the main character is trying to do is basically take over the world. Oh my gosh. Uh, but like like he presents it as oh I wanna I wanna go and, and, and unite the world um so there will be no no unhappiness and, and um everyone can can live happily ever ever after. But like he, so yeah, I mean that that's nice and everything, but he he also like set up this he, at at some point he, he basically said, "Yeah, I'm going I'm going to be the king of the whole world." Um and in a different game, they they certainly would have take, taken a a more critical look at that, but at this one it's just sort of presented at face value as uh, he's this kind of unambiguously morally good character. Right. Um and, and so you know that that's just the the kind of story that they're telling here. Um, the characters are all sort of weird um, because there is there there's like no there's no real character development from like like in reverse like everything happens to the characters everything that you experience um, about them is happens within the context of of the game that you're playing. So like you're not you're not really learning anything much about these characters' backstories. Um, and, and again, that this is sort of in service of, of making a, a non-complex plot, right. um, which, which works to what they're doing. Um, but it, it is sort of weird. I'm sure at some point it'll, it'll get to it. Like I, I'm not, I'm not super far into the story, but the, the first character you're introduced to, um, like in the first game, you you play as a character who, from uh, what is ostensibly our world, who gets tra- who gets sucked into this um, this parallel universe, and so the the character in in the last one was this kid Oliver, who was like the main character you played as, and and this one there are a bunch of different characters you can play as, but the the guy we get introduced to Roland, he appears like at first glance to have been to be the, the president of the United States. <laughs> and, and like he gets in a, 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 a car wreck and is sort of transported to this other world and, and also becomes younger for some reason. I'm not sure that it, it ever explains it, um, but that's just sort of, and, and another funny thing about it is he sort he, he basically immediately like without any hesitancy decides yeah, I'm. I'm gonna stay here forever and help you build this kingdom. Like the, with like, no no concern paid to to going back at all. Um, which that, you know, that is it, odd. It, it, it's sort of it, It's funny um, because because 
it the stuff that you know that's happening in the other world doesn't really have any it it doesn't have any impact on on the story that this thing is trying to tell so why would he care about going back um but the 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 characters are all sort of like that they you know they have their 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 main motivations and that's basically all the characters are um but but hey it it, it works in context of a of what they're doing, um, and I, and I'm really enjoying it. The the the, the worlds are, are 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 fun to go through, and um, I had a there was a, this weird issue like the overworld, you you your your party moves like really slowly through it, and there um, there's a lot of optional like backtracking to go through dungeons and stuff, which can be kind of annoying. Because um, you're moving so I'm slow. At, yeah. Just because it, it takes forever to, to get to places, but there is um, it, uh, a fast travel system that you get like right at the beginning of the game um, that lets you go to all the quickly go to all the major places that you've been. Um, so that's not much of an issue, but it is it can be kind of annoying. But yeah, the the game's been really fun. Um, I'm excited to get more in it. So uh, there's also there's also this this one thing that's kind of annoying um but it, it it's just so that you have the the main story which is like this rpg and then there's also this kingdom builder yeah i was system. gonna ask how the how the kingdom builder system is because it looked really exciting to me and it was honestly one of the things that made me want to play it um it kind of looked like it reminded me of um I forgot the name of the town or whatever it was that you rebuilt, but in Assassin's Creed Two, was it was it just base two that you rebuilt the the town that your father lived in or something? Oh yeah, uh, I think that was two. I don't I don't quite recall, but yeah. Um, so it's it, it it's good, like it like it works um, because they're they. They they do a good job of of not just having it be this this thing that is sitting there outside of the story. Like they have story missions tie into it. Like you have to go back here and build certain buildings to do stuff. Um, and luckily those don't take much time. But but the other stuff it it sort of it works. It's basically like a mobile game, but without the micro transactions to to speed up timers. Gotcha. Um, well, that's so it annoying. can be. Yeah, it can be annoying. Um, like I said, uh, a lot of it um, does not really affect what you're doing in the main story outside of the stuff that, that ties back into it, that, that brings you back there. Um, but it, it can, like the stuff there can enhance what you're doing. And it, so it's, it is kind of annoying that, that it takes so long, like, to, you have to wait for these timers to cool down, and 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 it and the stuff in the in the Kingdom Builder has a completely different currency that you can only get through doing um, stuff like it. It collects automatically, and there are quests you can get from your the citizens you recruit. Um, but again, that that stuff, it a lot of it is 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 doing something, and then and then waiting long enough for your uh, for your stockpile of money to regenerate which is um it's not bad because 
I could very easily just keep playing the game. Yeah, does, I was but, about to ask: does it does it accrue time and money while the game is off, or is it only while the game is on? No, it's only while the game is on. So the idea is like you you're playing through the story and doing stuff, and then when you go back, you can empty your coffers and and have it start filling so up. So you again. can just do but what like, I did with Fable Three and leave your system on for a whole day while you're at school. <laughs> Uh, you can't. I mean, the there the problem is there is a max amount that you can you can collect. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, you can do that, and I have done that, albeit accidentally. <laughs> um, like I left I left it on when we were playing Far Cry on the other night. Actually, like I thought it turned off automatically, but it didn't. And so when I opened it, when I when I switched back over, it was there, and I had collected all this this money, which was great. Um, uh, but. It's it, so it normally it, it it it's not really invasive into the normal game. Um, it, it can just be like this sort of thing that's there. But of course, I am like compelled to keep going back uh, every basically every opportunity I have to to collect the stuff and rebuild. Yeah, of course. So it it has been a little bit invasive in my game. Um, but it's it's been fun. It's also annoying. There there is some some optional stuff that's locked behind it. Like there are uh, these these chests scattered across the game. There are red ones that you can just go up and and open. But there are also these blue ones that you have to have a certain spell to open. And to get that spell, you have to develop your uh, the spell building. I forget what like the this the spell works or whatever it's called to like level four. And then research the spell, and that takes a lot of money and a lot of time that I haven't got. Right. Um, uh, but you know, it it it's. I think overall, it is a, a positive addition to the game, uh, rather than a negative Good. one. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 I've really been been enjoying the game. Um, this this hasn't been the plot's been pretty much uh, straightforward. Um, so we will see. It it doesn't it it doesn't really. Again, I I have not gotten through the whole thing, so I can I cannot say this, hundred uh, percent. But I don't think it has the emotional complexity that the last one had, which was one of the the more endearing things about it. Was in in spite of you know in the middle of this kind of cutesy world, the story of the last one was actually about this kid whose mother died in this car accident, yeah. and he went to this other world to find. Uh, a version of her that might still be alive um and there's there's nothing even approaching anything like that in this game but what but again it's fine it, it's not a it's not a detriment to this game it's 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 not what they wanted to do uh and the game what they have presented it is still is still pretty fun all right so yeah once i once i'll finish once i finish I'll, I'll definitely um be able to give the the final verdict on it but for right now this is tentatively suplex sticks approved all right i mean i didn't mean to lead you into a whole monologue you might want to get yourself some water (laughs) but i i just haven't (laughs) i haven't played that game and um i i figured i'd probably wait for you to finish it just because i mean Mm -hmm. i i just i don't buy too many video games that i don't know how much i'm gonna like so yeah um, 
All right. Um, so we'll do some announcements real quick. Um, we are not doing March Madness this week because we wanted to remain fair and we want to give Chris and Andrea a chance to argue for their favorite characters um, in the next round. So Yeah, the final few that's rounds. That's right. Um, so yep. we're going to run through some news and it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today, but other than that, um, I mean, we're pretty solid. So, uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch, uh, do not buy a third-party dock. And if you are using one, uh, please stop using it as soon as possible. <laughs> um, yeah. it's rough, man. They've been a yeah, they've been systems. A new firmware, a new firmware update came out, and since it uh, since that happened, people who are using third-party docks have have found that their systems have been breaking and they can't use them. Um, which is never good, uh, but it's even worse when you go to Nintendo uh, and they basically say, "Well, don't use those docks. Use our docks." Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that Nintendo is is working to to fix the problems that those users well, have. Well, yeah, it is, mainly because <laughs> it is kind of funny. Just the, their their response was just like, "Well, don't." Use I mean, it. they they did in the instruction book for the Switch, and I'm pretty sure when you first did it first turned it on they they're always very clear to use their peripherals with their system mm-hmm. um and with with this it just seems pretty clear to me it's it's a USB C port that's charging your system and it's outputting it to a TV probably don't mess with it unless it's Nintendo approved um and it's and that's maybe just me being a stickler. Um, I went out and bought the first day it came out an AC adapter, the the Nintendo AC adapter. Even though the people at Best Buy tried to get me a third party one, you know all that stuff. Um, just make sure you're using Nintendo stuff because it's. I mean, the third parties can make stuff that is easier access and maybe a little better. But you don't know what it's going to do to your system. Um, I don't know that I would say it's better. Um, I, the The benefits of the third party docks have been that they've been smaller and more portable. But but you know now that this ha- now that this is happening, um, you got a. I'm sure Nintendo didn't do it on purpose in this firmware update, but you know I would I wouldn't have put it past them. Um, so other than that, keeping it a little bit on the Switch, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is going to come out on the Switch, um, which oh. I've never played any of the Dragon Quests. So, um, well. wait, that's a lie. There was one that came out on the Xbox 360, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I would have to look up the name of it, to be honest, but I think I played that one, and I quit because I just... I don't know. I I didn't. I wasn't into RPGs, or at least that one at the moment. Um, I have to look up the name of it. Um, yeah, uh, I've never I never been able to get into the Dragon Quest series. Although the Builders games apparently are very good. Ah, Blue Dragon. It was a Dragon Quest esque game. Yeah, Blue Dragon is not a Dragon Quest <laughs> game. <laughs> um, I. You are way yeah. off. So, my bad. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. Um, let's see. 
Xbox One, you can now be banned if you use uh, vile language. Hmm. Um, so, like over voice chat or like in messages. I I think it's just overall. Uh, like if someone reports you for it. Um, huh. Yeah, don't use it to share inappropriate content. Um, you know, just. It basically it's it's pretty ambiguous if it you know if if they're monitoring you or if it's a reporting thing. So hmm. it's you know just be be yourself and don't be crappy to people. <laughs> um, so maybe in some cases don't be yourself. Yeah. Be a better version. Yeah. of Yeah, and in some cases a much better version of you, depending on yeah. who you are. Really, in some cases, just kind of. The, the person that you are, you just get yeah. rid of it. Be a, a entirely different yeah, person. You're better off. Who you are sucks. <laughs> uh, change, change yourself, and you'll be better. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and then Chris had a whole thing where I uh, told him about Lego Incredibles a couple weeks ago because uh, it leaked, and he said, "No, nah, man, that's probably fake." And mm-hmm. uh, now it is official. Um, now it's real. So it's official. Suck on that, Chris. <laughs> coming out June fifteenth, uh, seven days before the movie. Eight, I think it's coming out on the twenty second. Oh no, wait. Hmm. The the game will be available June fifteenth, and the new film will arrive on July thirteenth. Oh, so a bunch of Yeah, so. Um, if you don't want to get spoiled on the second movie, probably don't play all the way through the video game. How about that? Um, cause it's, you think it's gonna, it's, it's gonna it have, covers both films. Yeah. The, the oh, okay. Well, that's um, weird. you know, it's very weird to me that they're doing just a Pixar or that they're just doing a Lego Incredibles game that they're not instead of Lego Pixar. Yeah. Because. I mean, this is a big deal. Nintendo, I mean, not Nintendo, Disney. Um, Disney doesn't, is very protective of their properties. Um, so to even do a Lego game is kind of a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine there will be other Pixar characters in the game. Yeah, it's like unlockables and stuff. Yeah. Because haven't that been how the other Lego games have yeah, been? Yeah, a little bit. Like, there's Easter eggs and stuff, and... You know, I don't know. I never really got into playing them. So, but you love them. I like them a lot. They're fun little platformers, and they're easy to play with other people. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm yep. very interested to see what relationship continues from this because I would love to see more. I would love to see more Disney properties made into games. Uh, I I have a very fond memory, uh, not to go too far off topic, but um, playing like this game called Disney Extreme Skate Adventure for GameCube or PS2 back in the day, where it was a Tony Hawk. It was built on the Tony Hawk 3 engine, and it was just a Disney skateboarding game, and you would skateboard as Simba and Woody Mm -hmm. and Buzz, like... Just Disney games in general are kind of lacking right now. So it would be kind of neat to see them uh, do something. Even if they're Lego games or, you know, whatever. 
Yep, yep, yep. So, was there any other news you had over there, Big Pony? Uh, uh, sure. Um, the so the the guy who directed Final Fantasy Fifteen uh, is going to be in charge of a new studio um, under under the Square Enix umbrella called Luminous Productions, which I guess I think they're. Uh, no, it's like no wait. The Luminous Engine was was Elder Scrolls, I think. I don't know. Uh, but so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh. Um. Hopefully, their whatever games they uh they put out will actually be finished products, unlike uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen was. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh. Um. Other than that, I don't know. I think. I haven't really seen seen too much interesting stuff. Now there was, um, a, 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 I remember there was a, a bone. I had a bone to pick with uh, stupid Sony. All right, let's hear it. Um, so, in the the, the lead up to Nino Kuni releasing, uh, I remember looking on the PlayStation Store on my PS4. And and you could pre-order the game on there, you know, as you do. And they had, they give they give out their pre-order bonuses. And one of them was this uh, this dynamic theme for the PS4, um, which which had the the like the, the overworld music and and it, it was beautiful and and it moved around and stuff. And I thought, hey, I want that, uh, but I also didn't want to buy it digitally. Uh, because then I couldn't trade it in when I was right. done. Um, and because I couldn't trade in games to get it, which I did. Um, so I didn't get it. I didn't pre-order it on there. And then after the game comes out, you know, I go looking around on the on the store, and the, the theme is nowhere to be found. <laughs> um, and, and I remember this happened with another game a while back that came out. There was a, a pre-order bonus for a theme, that I wanted that theme. And then after the game was out, like the theme was not available. And apparently, this is this thing that Sony has been doing for a while, that dynamic themes for new games uh, simply they they do not exist for people who do not pre-order the game, which is the dumbest thing to me. Like I love themes; they provide nothing to me, but I want them so bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm with uh, you. That's I want it on the I, Switch. <laughs> And I am willing to pay money for it, and yet they, for some reason, refuse to even give me that opportunity. Sony, what are you doing? I will give you money. Let me buy this theme. Spend... Let me buy these other themes. Why? What is the point of having these dynamic themes on your system if you do not release any? Yeah. I don't get it. What are they doing? What could be the, what could be the, the impetus behind this? Surely it, it, it's not making them more money. Oh, there's to no way. Not sell something. I don't get and it. It can't be that hard to develop, and realistically. And but that's it, not even they're they're already made. They're they're right there. They as as pre-order bonuses. They exist. Just let me buy them. I don't get it. Why can't I just buy it? I don't know. It made me mad. Well, the money they saved on making the disc, they put into that theme. I straight up, I tweeted at Sony. I was like, Sony, where can I get this theme? I will give you money. 
They never responded. Those jerks. Yeah. Why? Why would they not respond to me? I don't know, man. You're. Everyone should. You're pretty good at Twitter. Tweet at them. I don't know. I've only got like a hundred followers, so I'm actually, I think, technically bad <laughs> at it. Uh, but you know, if you're listening to this, you should definitely follow me. At Seth Roundtree. There's a my little plug. Yeah. But you know, other than that, it's just uh, I had to get it off my chest. It was it was bugging me, and it will continue to bug me, honestly, because I'm never gonna pre-order a game on the PlayStation Store just because I want the actually scratch it. I will probably eventually do it because I want a theme, and I will be mad, and I will get mad about it afterward. But hey, this is this is life. What can I do? Except not spend money. What you can do, which I should do, is follow us at Suplex the Sticks on all of our social media, and share this episode with your friends. Um, give well wishes to Chris and Andrea, and hope they feel better because um, the flu is nothing fun to deal with. Um, and uh, sounds kind of a fun word. Yeah, though. it's a f- really fun word, but it's not a fun flu. sickness. What if they said they had the flu because they flew to California early? No, I saw them and got the mic from them. Well, I didn't Mm, go in the house, but Andrea walked it out to me because, you know. Are you sure they weren't in a plane? I mean, unless they can astral project, which is possible. I I don't know that they can't. Yeah, never never really asked them about it. I think it's safe to assume that they can't. Until until they say otherwise. Precisely. <laughs> so, uh, make sure you check in next week for the conclusion to March Madness. It's going to be a big episode. Um, it'll mostly be March Madness. Uh, so, if you don't like us talking about news and what we played, then next week might be the episode for you. Um, so, check us out at Suplex the Sticks on all social media. Share this episode. Share us with your friends, your enemies, your loved ones. And we appreciate the support. Anything you'd like to say to the people, Seth, before we leave? I would like to say, uh, if, I, if I may be so bold, I would just, I would really love to just individually, to each each and every person, just say goodbye yes goodbye